Hi there, healers. My name is Dave of Dave of the Flames. I'm a Reiki teacher, life coach, and a claircognizant. I blend these energies so that I can help you be the healer that you are meant to be. You work hard at taking care of others. Heal the Healers is a podcast that will help you find ways to take care of yourself. Do you often find yourself tired, low on energy, and overcommitted because you can't say no? I want to give you the tools to make you stronger so that you can work smarter and help more people around the world. No matter what healing modality you do, this podcast is for you. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode four of the podcast. I am so happy today that I have uh, uh, Nick Salupo with me. Uh, Nick is an author. Hey, you said the name right. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I was kind of guessing there. Uh, <laughs> I should have asked that before we started. Um, Nick has written a book called Learn to Love Yourself Again. It's a step-by-step -step guide to conquer self-hatred, ditch self-loathing, and cultivate self-compassion. And, and the, one thing, the one thing that I love about this book is the very first sentence um, when you said... Uh, and learn to love yourself again, uh, or in parentheses, or for the first time, <laughs> mm. you know, yeah. Be, be, yeah, because, know. yeah, you know, and, yeah. and, and that, is, that is a big thing. So, so Nick, welcome to the show and, and welcome uh, for joining me today. You, you are, um, you're definitely someone that, that when I read the book, it, it, it spoke out to me in a lot of ways, because a lot of the things that I'm dealing with with this podcast is helping healers realize how important it is to love yourself because if you love mm. yourself and you're you're not embarrassed by what you do and, and you're able to create a living from it and, and all these things that you're going to be stronger to help others mm. um what yes. is, what what is your what is your guiding focus like what is your why for doing this my why my why <laughs> is that i was so far down in the dumps and uh, i knew what it was like uh, to be so miserable and want to end my life. Um, as you as you're able to hear, my my voice is problematic, and that's from an old injury on my neck. And when I was younger, that uh, my voice being unique led to a lot of rejection in my life socially that I that I never experienced. And so I was so far down. And then I experienced an inner shift and it was like life opened up, even though my, even though my voice wasn't um, back to normal, my life just opened up. And, and I saw how, um, how wonderful that was to be so depressed and traumatized and miserable. And then now suddenly there's light again. Well, not really suddenly, uh, but there was light <laughs> yeah, again. A process. And so I wanted to be able to give that away to others. And so giving that away to others is my, is my why. You know, that, um, you know, just, just you saying that, literally you i've just got like chills all over just from mm. the, the the energy that you're portraying right now and and how positive and loving that is because uh, i i agree with you i mean there have been times in my life where i have felt so low about myself with, with self-esteem mm. um uh, when, when i I, w I was injured um 
uh, and, and then I had some life-threatening thing. Uh, a couple of things have happened to me where I've almost died a couple of times. And mm-hmm. it, it was just like, holy crap, you know, I, I just, I want to give up. But mm-hmm. uh, like you, it, it was that mind shift, that little something. And for me, it was a, a solid support system. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, people that, that loved me, people that cared about me and people that yeah. are, are like, you know what, um, <clears throat> well, I love you and I need you. Please come back mm-hmm. to me. And when somebody, yeah. when someone says, please come back to me, it's like a slap in the face, mm. you know, because you're, you're, mm. you're like, okay, so what, what is it that I'm doing? And, I, and it's like, well, yeah. you, it's like you're giving up and I just need you to, to fight. So for me, mm. my, my illness and my injury has become a part of me. And, yeah. and even today I'm like, I'm thankful for it because I wouldn't have attained a spiritual and, and an emotional yes. growth because of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, do you feel that same way? Um, well, yeah, my inner life just opened up so much, even, even though my outer life is sometimes limited, um, like talking on the phone. A lot of times, you know, they're saying, what, what? And I have limits, but those outer limits have um, guided me to create and inner life that is so um, abundant. And so I don't know if you know uh, Richard Rohr. Uh, I love Richard Rohr's work. Uh, R-O-H-R is how you spell the name, but he says, when you experience limits, it is an opportunity for inner abundance. And so, um, usually people experience those limits when they're midlife or later or even near the end of life. And then they don't know, what do I do now that I have limits in my life? And that's why there's a very high suicide rate in uh, individuals above 70, 80, 90 years old because they've never had limits and now they do. And so my limits sort of um, forced me to say, uh, do I, do I want to give up or do I want to dig deep? And for me, it was my mentor. Uh, you read about him in the book, uh, Ron, my mentor, who he guided me into that inner journey um, where he said, Nick, um, you can be uh, joyful and abundant inwardly, even if your outer circumstances never, uh, never change. And I didn't believe him, and it was a long journey. It was, you know, about a nine-year journey of I was uh, severely depressed and uh, tr- and had that uh, PTSD. Um, but finally, I was able to uh, go in and understand what he meant. And then shortly after that, I began to do this uh, sort of work. Wow, it, that, that, that's amazing. Th- um, thank you for sharing that because yeah. in, in your book, um, when you talk about your, your mentor, I, I think yeah. that, that, that was one thing that impressed me because um, as one thing I've noticed from all the books that you've written is that you, you wanna help people. You know, you're, you're very physically fit. You're, you're, you're um, you, you love exercise. You, um, I think you have a, um, uh, 
just a way of getting telling people how to be successful, but physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all mm -hmm. these different things that you're doing. And it's kind of how you dedicate your life. So the healers that I've worked with in the past, they, they have, yeah. they have those abilities too, but they mm -hmm. don't feel worthy enough to ask someone for help. Mm. How, yeah. what, what was, how did you find Ron and, and how did you say, mm. Hey, you know, can you, can, you know, how, how did that mentor <laughs> relationship develop? It's a funny story, but yeah, <laughs> go on and finish uh, that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. But how, how did you, how did, when you found him, how did you make the shift to realize, Hey, I'm worthy enough to have someone mm. help me. Or was it him mm. grabbing you by, by the shirt and saying, come on, I'm going to help you with how was it? Yeah. So uh, I don't remember if uh, Dan was in the book or not, but I, I do meant horse Dan and Ron. Now Ron has gone, uh, but Dan is, is around still. So I met Dan. Um, somebody I knew introduced me to Dan. And for about a year, Dan was saying, Nick, uh, you got to go drive out and meet uh, Ron. And I, I was like, yeah, 90 minute drive. I don't really want to do that. But it, it wasn't until I was um, on, on the brink where daily it was, you know, now this was about 12 year, years ago, but it was daily uh, suicidal thoughts. And, and then even beginning to think about how I would maybe do it. And so I was just so miserable that um, finally I said to Dan, all right, you know, give me Ron's number. Uh, I'm going to go meet uh, Ron. So it wasn't really a worthiness thing. It was, I need an answer because I'm going down a very dark uh, path that, you know, there may be no return. So it, it was more of that. And then the worthiness really was, wasn't there until maybe um, three years being with uh, Ron driving out uh, every every week, uh, ninety minutes um, there, and then ninety minutes back. Wow. And then after about three years, I began to develop some sense of uh, worthiness, which that word I have. Um, I I believe everybody's evenly worthy. Um, so it was more more like uh rather than worthiness for me it was more like oh wow you know there is i'm seeing some progress that i can heal um and that's what it was about for me is am i able to heal if i'm not emotionally and psychologically if i'm not then is it worthwhile? And Ron, Ron would always say, your healing is the number one thing. Uh, don't give up on your healing. And his encouragement kind of, uh, I guess, motivated me for a while. Wow. 
but that, that's awesome because yeah. driving 90 minutes to and from, I can see why, why it took, I mean, that's dedication. Did, um, yeah. when, when you started with, with him, yeah. what, what was his approach? What was it more of, of a nurturing or mm. was it, was it more mm -hmm. of <laughs> you need to find grit or, or what, what mm. was his approach? Yeah. So, so, um, yeah, I don't know if you know what um, Matt work is. Um, so he did something with me that I was surprised by, and many healers and therapists uh, would say, "Whoa, that's going over a line." But he knew that I, that I needed it and was willing to risk his uh, reputation. And so what we did was uh, mad, mad work um, the, for the first time I was there. And what that is, is where you, you lie on your back and he lies on you, um, so your belly to belly. And then you wrap your arms around him. And so you're on your back, he's on you. And then I wrap my arms around him. And then he digs his ribs into the um, the uh, third three A and two A uh, chakras. Um, so basically into your gut area, he's digging his ribs into there. And then um, as, as he's digging his ribs into there, it brings up all these um, all these feelings and I felt a ball in in my gut it felt like a ball about uh, the size of a grapefruit move from my lower gut up up into my uh, heart and then into my neck and then I just was um, I was then yelling and it was like all this energy went out of my mouth um, and it was like nothing I'd ever experienced uh, before, but it was something about him lying on me, digging his ribs into my gut, and then and then he used some uh, provocative language uh, to get me to uh, yell and, and express what I had held in my body um, for it. 25 years so yeah that was, yeah. That was what we did um, was, oh holy cow I, I, yeah. I yeah i i have to say i've never heard of that but it sounds very mm -hmm. transformational and it, it i mean just the experience of it um, yeah i think it, he knew that i ne needed it and knew right. that i would be uh receptive to it i don't think he would do that with everybody right. on the first uh, meeting. Yeah, no, and, and, and wow, and I agree with that because I've done things, um, like I've done some outside of the box therapies in the past and you always, yeah. you know when, you know who needs it. And a lot of yeah. time, a lot of time for me, it, it, it's like my spirit guides saying, hey, you know, th this person needs this, you, you yeah. know, and, and introduce it. And um, wow, that, that, that's, in, that's incredible of, of releasing yeah. all of that anger. I mean, I, I think what hit me the well, most was anger and grief. And grief, grief yeah. Uh, both. 
Yeah. I love your description of feeling like a, a ball and coming out and then being able to yell and scream and say things that you, you bottle up. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It, it was, so it was like, I felt my body was so free for about a week after that. It just, I was so free and, um, and there was so much uh, tension uh, that was released because I didn't know yet how to process my own emotions at all. It all went back. But Ron did that to show me, hey, look, uh, there's a better way. And then my, my work over the next few years was learning to do that uh, for myself and not need somebody else uh, to do it. And then that is what my book is all about. How do you do that for yourself? Wow. That's just... That's an amazing story. What, um, what was it hard writing the book or did it just flow out of you naturally? Uh, it was, it was pretty natural. It was, was very, it? yeah, I wrote it in, I think about three days, three days maybe. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And then, you know, and then you go back and, and then I edited, edited it, yeah. <laughs> edit it again and then send it over to my ed editor. So I well, wrote it in about three days, and then there's all the editing and formatting that that takes a while. Yeah, it, yeah, it just uh, flowed out. Yeah, I, I I love that approach because I always tell people um, when they're creating something, don't be your own critic and don't be your own editor while you're doing the creation. Yes, you know, create yes. it, start to finish, then go back and, and, and do that. And, and a lot of people, so important. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't, don't yeah. realize that at all when, they, when they're trying to create mm -hmm. something and do something. Yes. You mentioned in your book about being elastic. Can you talk about what that mm -hmm. means? Yeah, it means that we tend to believe our thoughts and that, oh, I am, I am this way. I am anxious. I am uh, melancholic. And while we may uh, act in those ways or experience those um, feelings, uh, we are not that. We have the ability in our mind and emotionally to be um, something else and and transform. So what it means to be elastic is to know that you are not um, what you believe you are uh, today or or the way you identify yourself uh, today. Well, how um how can someone who's listening to this podcast, who's feeling like all the stuff that we've been talking about for the last, you know, 10 minutes or so, yeah. they're, they're, they're identifying, they're being, you know, mm -hmm. like, wow, I've been suicidal. I've been in pain. I've, I've been injured. I, I have felt not mm -hmm. worthy. What, what, yeah. what do you, what would you say to them right now to help, to, to help get them to begin that shift and begin the process of healing to, to yes. love yourself? Uh, and not be afraid of your feelings. So um, all mental illness 
is a result of trying to avoid our feelings and because we're afraid of them, right? Uh, when we were younger, we were shamed for our feelings until we learned to be afraid of them. And, and then so we developed these uh, defense uh, mechanisms as ways of avoiding feeling our feelings. And not feeling our feelings is what develops uh, mental illness, anxiety, depression, uh, PTSD, you name it. And to not uh, be afraid of them, to know that all they are is a sensation in your body in the same way that needing to urinate is a sensation in your, in your body. Um, so to not be afraid of your, of your feelings. And then once we're not, we can feel them. And then once those feelings are, are felt and, and discharged out of us, we're gonna feel a lot, a lot better. Now I know that is a lot um, and there may be more, um, more to break down in it but the general idea is um you don't you don't need to be afraid of your feelings i i, I completely agree with that I, I was i was coaching someone last night on, on a private session and we were talking about her past and and she's like dave i just i i don't want i don't want to dive here because i don't want to feel this stuff yes you, you know and and, yes. and we talked about that for for a little bit and i was like well i i get that but it, it nothing can hurt you right now. You know, all the, all this pain that we're talking about are from people who have, have passed away. They're mm. no longer, they're no longer in yeah. your life yet, yet these ghosts are still haunting you because of these memories and, and by facing it. So, so we talked a lot about that and, and I told her that you were going to be on my show today. So she's like, I can't mm -hmm. wait to, to listen to it because yeah. um, mm -hmm. it, 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 it's crazy. One thing in your book that I really liked is I, um, I I've been working with, um, uh, personal power, self-help, um, self, self-love, self-respect, all these different things for a long time. Your approach to was the healthy physical habits yeah. that, that are involved hey, do you, with Do you mind if, uh, before we get there, do you mind if I add one more thing? Yeah, please do. About please, please. Um, feeling your feelings? Yeah. So I say, don't be afraid of your feelings. And I remember what it was like being afraid of my feelings um, and how I would avoid um, situations and, um, and inner, inner uh, dynamics that would bring up uh, those feelings. Um, so I get like, yeah, they're scary, especially when um, you never learn or were never told that all they are is a bodily sensation. Um, <clears throat> so I was there, and I, I don't want to just um, sound like, oh, yeah, don't be afraid. But when I began to feel my feelings with Ron, and then I realized, oh, shit, I feel better now yeah. after I felt my feelings. Now, better isn't a feeling, but you know what I mean? My body right. was just in a better place. My mood was elevated. And that was when I realized, oh, 
when I feel my feelings, I'm elevated. I'm in a better mood. Um, I'm happier. And that was when I was like, all right, I'm going to feel all these feelings <laughs> because I feel so much happier when I do. And I get, I get that a lot from my clients. You know, they say, well, rather than avoid them now, I just um, feel them. And then, and then it's over and I'm able to move on uh, with my day in an elevated mood. Um, so uh, that was what I wanted to add. Oh, I, um, I, I, I love that. Th thanks for adding that additional insight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't want your listeners to think <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you just aren't afraid. Like, I get it that it's scary. But you'll once you do go into that unknown of, all right, I am going to feel my feelings. You will then begin, begin to have that elevated mood uh, because those feelings you want to avoid, there's now nothing to avoid because you, you went into them and you felt them and now they're gone. Mm -hmm. Now they're integrated. Yeah. And, and, being um putting you know and the way that you said it i like this like look i've been there i i have i face i've been where you are i face what you're facing it is not easy and this is not going to be something that we're going to solve overnight but if we can just spark something in this conversation yes. that, that will allow yeah. it you know you know and know that mm -hmm. i'm and know that i'm not just going to say it and leave i'm going to be yeah. on this journey with you because i i think that's a big role of 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 a good mentor a, a good therapist a, a good coach a good healer is that it, it becomes a partnership and that partnership is when the person doesn't feel alone anymore and they have this sounding board and they have this support system um and, and it it makes a, a difference and, and yes so I, I love how you explain that because that, yeah that built, building that is is so crucial yeah, absolutely. And even even though it won't, um, you know, be totally gone overnight, mm -hmm. um, I've, I've learned that when people do uh, feel their feelings, they feel or they notice uh, their mood is a bit uh, elevated and improved uh, right away. Now, that may not remain, you know, um, all day or all week or all month, but now they've made a, an inner uh, connection that, oh, oh, when I feel my feelings, I am in a better place uh, than when I avoid them. And then that uh, is motivating. That's like, all right, here we go. I'm going to feel more of my feelings and then it's a uh, positive uh, snowball. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have one client that I work with that I've worked with for a year and a half now. And when he hears this, he's going to turn it off right now <laughs> because yeah. he hates feelings and, and, and he yeah. knows, he knows who he is when he's listening to this. Um, yeah. and, and he hates, and he tells me, Dave, I hate feelings. I don't want anything to do with emotions. 
no, just, just teach me how to be successful, but I don't want to feel anything. Yeah. And, and uh, I remember mm -hmm. once telling him, I was like, well, you're going to be, uh, you're going to be an incredible dad, but your son is going to say to you, my dad was really incredible, but I just was never really able to get close to him. Mm -hmm. and, and, yeah. he's, and he's like, wow, wait, wait to slap me in the face right there. And he said, yeah. the, he said, the yeah. sad thing about what you just said is I say that about my dad. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and, and, and he said, you know, and he's like, I don't like feelings. And, and so we've yeah. been processing that. We've been working on that um, uh, on all this time. And, and, he's, yeah. made, and he's made amazing strides uh, in, mm -hmm. in, in the thing. But it, I, it always has to, whenever you're trying to, to help someone heal themselves, it always has to go at their speed and not yours as a healer and, and as a as therapist mm. and a coach. Uh, and that's something that some healers don't, they don't recognize. They're, they're like, Hey, you know, I, I have an agenda. I have a time frame. We're going to be together for this many sessions. So let's, let's get you where you need to be. Mm. Um, and and yeah. so when I, when I work with the healers, I, I'm always like, look, you have to let the client lead with their feelings. You can't mm. tell them how to feel. You have to be there. Have you, have you ever had, um, had a situation like that where you, you, you felt that in, in both, like somebody doing that to you? Or uh, would, would you be a hug or a little more on where you're, where you're wondering there? Yeah. Uh, but basically like, um, has anyone ever, have you ever met someone who's trying to heal someone and it's like, they have an agenda of well, I know I can get you feeling better, so we're going to do it in these three steps. Or if you mm -hmm. follow if you follow this program, you're going to be uh, at a much better place. But and they're not realizing that it needs to be on your timeline, not theirs. Mm. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, and you're at, and you're asking, have I ever? met anyone yeah, yeah. Have, have you ever experienced that, that have you ever experienced that with anybody that that you you you've worked with who, who's tried to do that to you um because it, it seems like ron was very patient you said that ron let uh, you ron it took three years of working with ron in order for you to, to well right here's the thing ron oh, was always there but he would always um he would always you know give me his yeah, you know, he would always, he was always there no matter what. And while he was there, he would shove me a bit. Mm -hmm. um, and so I tend to want to um, find that balance. Right. Of, the, the all right, I, I see that you don't want to go here. And um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, leave you i'm not going to um not be available however i am also gonna uh give you a bit of a shove as well <laughs> um and encourage you that all right you know if you choose to um not you know take this next yeah you're gonna maybe feel uh down in the dumps for a while longer but when you do uh take this yeah you're gonna say oh man i wish i would have done that you know three months ago so i i do um i would say maybe more than um some uh therapists 
I do, uh, I, I guess I'll use the word encourage uh, my <laughs> clients uh, to go into that scary unknown area that they don't want to go. And now, now I, I also balance that out, you know, with empathy and, and with, you know, saying, you know, you don't need to do anything you don't want to do. However, um, in order to feel the way you want to feel, um, eventually, you'll need to do these uh, steps. Um, and so, yeah, that, you know, that is a balance. Um, I, I, I love that. And, yeah. And, 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 and I do the same thing. And, and the reason I wanted to ask you about that is because yeah. I, I think, I think it's that important. I call, I call it pushing outside the comfort zone. You, yeah. you know, you know, it's like, I'm always going to push you outside your comfort zone, but I'm always going to be that safety net that there that's there for you as well. Um, so, mm -hmm. so, so I, I love what you just said. I love how, how you just yeah. said it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, one, one thing in your book, you talk about uh, healthy physical habits and how that applies to self-love and you're, yeah. you're probably one of the the, the um i i have like i've read a lot of books and i've worked with a lot of people uh for you to encompass the physical with the emotional and the spiritual um is is something really really cool can you talk a little bit about that yeah um so I noticed, I noticed that uh, people like, you know, nurses, therapists, um, trainers uh, who are healers are drained and exhausted. Um, they tended on neglect their uh, body's needs. Um, so they'll maybe not go to the bathroom uh, when they need to go, or they won't eat when they need to eat, or they'll not get enough water or enough rest. Um, so I added that in there because I, I, what I noticed is that um, people with um, good uh, self-love and boundaries, they tend to be very effective in their in their work uh, without wearing themselves out and if you're holding in your your urine or you're not eating when you need to eat or if you're not getting enough water your body is going to be an overdrive it's going to be like uh trying to you know drive a car on fumes and things are going to overheat and malfunction, and then you're gonna uh, naturally be ex exhausted. Um, so um, I find that when we eat, uh, go to the bathroom, rest, and um, and drink enough, there's way more energy available in our bodies, um, and we and we mitigate that risk of you know wearing ourselves out and stretching ourselves then. I mean, in the field of uh, psychotherapy, there is a big, big burnout rate. Um, and same in training um, and, and, and nurse, 
thing as well. There's just major burnout rate, and I believe that is why. So I wanted to address that in my book. That, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and, and it's true because uh, I know several CNAs and several nurses that will go in for their shift and they will not eat until they get home that night because they're, yeah. so, they're so busy. Yeah. And, and and I, it's it's like, I have a friend um, uh, that is a nurse and I've actually taken her food. You know, it's like, I'm talking to her and she's like, well, I haven't eaten today. I'm like, well, okay, let me, I'll stop by and get you something, take it to you. Mm. Uh, my husband is a, C, a CNA and mm. I literally have to, and he takes a little cooler with him with with some um, waters and all. And I'm yeah. always I'm always throwing like a banana and some yogurt yeah. and a protein bar. And mm. I'm like, you have to eat this because I know you <laughs> refuse to take your lunch. You're you're nicer than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, I'm more um, I'm more like. Well, I'll say. Well, you're gonna be worn out until you. Uh, begin to make that time uh, for yourself. Um, and so I will, uh, and I'm not saying either way is right or wrong. I'm, right. I'm just saying this is how I do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I, I want, I don't know if I want, but I noticed that I don't want that not to suffer. But what I do want is for someone to be so, so worn out that they say, well, shit, I, I need to do something about this. Um, and so I see that people usually change when they're at that point of, you know, at the bottom, at rock bottom. And so I want them to get there as fast as possible so that they can say, well, shit, this sucks. I'm going to do something about it. So, so, so the, mess, the message today, listeners, is Dave, stop enabling people. <laughs> I, and it's, and it's hard, though. Because, yeah, it, it, you know, it is. We love, we yeah. love uh, people and we want to be there. Right, yeah. And it's hard you know it, right. when I, love, I don't I, I don't get enjoyment even, <laughs> even though i'm laughing right now i don't <laughs> get enjoyment out of that right. it it hurts me to see that but i also know that if you know if they don't reach their bottom they're they're never going to change um and so that's it, it's it's painful but also i i I have not seen anyone change until they were at a bottom. No, and, and, and you're, you're absolutely right. And a lot of the situations that, that I've helped with people with over the years has been when things are so low, that's when the change happens. So, mm, so yeah. that, that, that's a, a really, <laughs> yeah. that's a really yeah. important reminder. So mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah. Um, one thing you talked about in your book was rendering negative thoughts harmless. Mm. What, yes. what, um, that, that's a powerful statement. Mm -hmm. um what what, yeah. what what led you to to adding that into your book yes rendering negative thoughts harmless so usually people um believe their thoughts so they say well they're not saying this consciously uh they're saying this at an unc 
conscious level that I am at that. And then, you know, in a session, when I say, well, you're not your thoughts, they then say, well, who am I or what am I then? Because we think, well, I am, you know, I, I live down south in Louisiana. So uh, down here, somebody might say, I am a man. I own a truck. I wear boots. Um, I, I, um, I don't take um, shit from anyone. I, um, I don't, I don't get into that, into those um, feelings, uh, things like that. And these are all thoughts. And so they identify with the thought, and then they believe uh, the thought is who they are. Now, that is all well and good as far as it goes, but it only goes so far. And then when you run into life, when you run into the challenges of life, oh no, now I'm having a thought that says I'm not enough, or I'm a, I'm a wimp, or I, I'm not good enough, which is similar to I'm not enough. And so, oh no, I'm having that thought, it must be true. Um, and I'm here to say, neither is true. Neither the good one or, or the negative thought, you get to choose uh, what you want to do with your thoughts. Um, and so rendering them harmless means we don't believe them. We just say, oh, look, there's a few neurons firing in my mind. All right, what do I want to choose to do in this moment? Now, I know that's sort of vague. Maybe you have a follow-up uh, on that. Well, I, 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 think, I think it's neat because a lot of people are, um, you know, that follow law of attraction are like, you know, thoughts turn into things. and. And, yeah. and, and, and all these different things that, that, that we deal with. Um, yeah. but, but what it comes down to, I, I love what you're saying, because when you disempower your thoughts, when you, when you, you take away, like, like basically it's like you've given your personal power to this thought and the, the thought now has a name, the thought now has a form, the thought now has power over you because you're giving yeah. it to it. And, and, and just being able to, to take that back and say, look, Yes, I'm having this thought. Yes, I'm I'm I'm, I'm sad about a certain situation, or uh, I hate this part of my life, and, and all these things. But I'm not going to let it determine who I am, and I'm not going to let it hold me back from my potential, my life purpose. Um, and, and I yeah. and, and that's a that's a more enlightened, and, and you've got to work through some pain in order to get there. And hopefully, you can find someone like you to help facilitate and bring that, that healing mm. through. Um, and, yeah. and, and, and that, that's a good thing, but, but knowing that when you do have thoughts that, and when you give them power, you, it's like, you're a battery, you know, you're just making yeah. them bigger and bigger and you're turning them into the shadow force and, and all yeah. these things. I like that phrase of giving them power. Um, in the book, I wrote a few examples of, um, I was writing the book and I 
had the thought, I'm never going to finish off the book. Now, if I believed my thoughts, I'd be in a lot of trouble. Um, But I use my thoughts. I don't identify. I don't give my identity based on my thoughts. So I use them. I say, all right, well, there was a thought that I'm never going to finish my book. All right, um, what do I want to do? What thought do I want to use now? I want to use the one that says, I'm going to write one more page. So I did that. So I view that them more as tools uh, for me to use rather than my identity. Um, So uh, using my thoughts as a tool has allowed me to get a lot more done, uh, a lot more of the things I want to get done rather than um, believing that they're my identity. Like if someone says, oh, I really need to set a boundary uh, because um, somebody, you know, my husband is being uh, disrespectful, uh, but, I'm, but I'm afraid or, uh, you know, I don't know how they're going to react. So do I want to identify with that thought or do I want to use my thoughts and say, well, but what is going to hit me where I want to be? Doing, doing, doing the boundary. All right. So I'm going to use the thought that says I'm going to follow through on the boundary. So viewing, viewing my thoughts more as a tool rather than as identity. I, I, I love that. Um, one, one thing that I've noticed, uh, and this has been within myself as well, is yeah. that is that I could not set a boundary until mm. I had some self-love and self-respect. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's one of the, the hardest things for people is because we talk about boundaries as healers a lot um, yeah. and people just don't understand it. And, and uh, you really understand it when, you know, cause with me, I work with self-confidence, self-esteem, self-love a lot with people. And then when I, when I work with those three um, and we, we get all three going with the mental, physical and spiritual, then, yeah. Then I we we then it's like self respect comes into play big time, mm. and that's like at the top tier mm. with, with things that I work with. And when you have that, all of those, you get that self respect. All of a sudden, you're starting to have boundaries and saying no to people, or mm. you're starting to put some 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 um, distance. Um, yeah. With, with different things and being able to say no, I'm I'm going to be selfish, and being selfish is not wrong. Being selfish is taking care of me so that I'm strong enough to help take care of you. And this, mm-hmm. this comes as a parent, this comes as a, uh, as a husband or a wife or, or anything. As a nurse. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so I, so I, I love yeah. that. But, but I, one thing you talked about is um, separating thoughts from feelings. Yes. You know, yeah. and that, that's I so think, important. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> important. <laughs> what does that yeah. mean? Yeah. So, um, a feeling is a physiological is a physiological sensation. A thought is an is an image or words in our mind. So, 
often and somebody will will say, I feel like I'm not enough. Well, I'm not enough is not a physiological sensation. Um, you're, you're not able to feel in your body, I'm, I'm not enough. Therefore, it's not a feeling. I'm not enough is a thought or a, bel or a belief, which a belief is a, is a thought. And so we really need to be aware of not attaching a thought onto a feeling. Otherwise, we're screwed. Uh, there's no way out if we say that or if we believe that. So like as an, as an example, if you say, um, I feel like I'm not enough. I'm not enough is the belief. And I always say, well, wait a minute, would I'll, I'll interject and I'll say, what is the feeling under I'm not enough? And, and a lot of times it's um, either shame, um, fear, or a mixture of sadness and anger. So shame, fear, sadness, and anger. And those are all um, physiological in, in the body. And so when we, the gold in separating your thoughts and your feelings is that you can say, all right, now I know what the feeling is driving the thought. And by feeling the feeling, I can dissolve feeling and therefore render the thought um, powerless. And that's how we render thoughts powerless, by feeling the feeling under the thought. I, I, I love I love that. Um, it it yeah that that's that's so amazing and, and powerful. I, I'm I'm processing absorbing stuff that you said because it, it's hitting home a lot. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Let let me ask you a question. Um, yeah. With 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 everything that you've been through and with with writing a book uh, about loving yourself and and having all of these wonderful tips and you have a lot of examples in your book and a lot of of inter, uh, interactive things that that it is amazing. But mm. someone is as enlightened as you and, and has done gone through everything you've been through. Do you still have bad days? Do you still have self doubt? Mm. Um, I would say absolutely to the self doubt, but bad days. Um, I just I don't view it as a bad day. I view it as all right. I'm I'm experiencing pain. But pain is not bad. Pain means there's something in me that needs to be addressed and processed. And thank goodness I have uh, the pain to let me know uh, that it's there. It's sort of like there's a, there's a, a medical condition of where you don't feel uh, physical pain. Pain. And so if your hand is on a burner and you don't feel that, um, your hands are going to burn off and now you won't be able to use your hand. So when I experience pain, 
I say, oh good, now I can address uh, whatever the underlying matter is now, rather than it manifesting and building and growing, and now I'm really screwed, um, you know, three months uh, down the road. So bad days, I don't know about that, but painful days, absolutely. Um, well, but well, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I love I love that answer. I, I mean, holy cow. I mean, that's just such an, an amazing way to, to look at it. Well, one more one more thing I would add is that sure. you know, I feel, you know, grief and sadness and anger and just like everybody else, but I don't view those things as a negative. I view them as, all right, I just need to process uh, these feelings. Um, and so that is the major difference, is that is how we, um, how we interpret uh, those feelings. Do I, do I believe that it means something is wrong, or do I believe it means my inner guy is saying, hey, Nick, you need to deal with uh, this uh, inner issue. Um, so that is all I wanted to add on that. No, um, I, I I love that because it, it it's yeah. like it, it it's like you feel comfortable that you have the tools in order to to process things. It, it, yeah, you know, and yeah. it's like, it's like what we talked about earlier. Sometimes the things that really affect us and impact our lives, they tend to be blessings in in a lot of ways because yeah, it 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 helped us work on the internal more. Because yeah. I think that had I not lived the life that I had, that I would not be so, uh, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I love who I am today. Mm. So, so because, yes. because I love who I am today, I'm okay with having to deal with all of that pain that I, that I went through. And I'm grateful for all of, the, all of the lessons that I learned and all the pain that I had to go through with other people as well mm. or, in order to find yes. who I am. Um, and, uh, it is so, so it is very rewarding, but you're right. Yes. It, it does give you the tools to, yeah. to be able to be able to say, cause there, there are just days where I, my to-do list is, is quite long and I have all these things to do, but then it's like some self-doubt gets in or, or some, pain mm -hmm. gets, some pain gets in and, and I'm just like, okay, so I can either shut down and not do it, or I can try and process it healthy in, in a healthy way. Yeah, um, and sometimes I do both. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. I just ignore it, and I'll just go uh, binge watch Netflix. You know, because <laughs> mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I don't want to deal with life today, um, and and that's okay. And I'm not going to get mad at myself that uh, that I I lost a few hours. I'm just going to be like, okay, that's what I needed at the time because I needed. Yeah, normals need a break. Yeah, you, you yeah. know, and, and to not feel. But I think I think some people when they're they're trying to overcome pain like this, that they have they judge themselves and they have high expectations of themselves and they're unable yeah. to process some of their shame. And that, that's the, the, the thing of, of what people are, are feeling is just like, you know, I, I don't, because um, people will call me, it's like, well, you know, I, I know all the stuff that you told me and I feel like for the last three months, things have been great, but these last two days have just like, I've reverted back to my old self. Yeah. And, and I'm like, yeah. well, it, you know, but, but that's okay. You have to forgive yourself for that because, the fact that today you 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 pass it and you process those those two days, um, then then you're making strides and it's just these things come up, and some people see that as a defeat and as a failure, 
Um, mm. and, and, and it yeah. truly is not because it's that it's always going to be a part of us, but having the tools to process things uh, and, and to overcome them and to find that inner strength and that self-love and keeping it. Um, I just, I want people to know that don't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid of feeling bad every now and then or feeling pain every now and then, like you say. Yeah, pain. Yeah. Um, you know what helped me so much is, is um, knowing that I am able to feel any, any feeling. Um, you know, I, I care a lot about, you know, how do you get, how do you get, through all of all of the struggles but you know there was a day or a time and and i still am willing to do this where you know i'm at a uh, workshop and uh, i'm on the floor just bawling my eyes out um full go in front of everybody everybody there and so um knowing that I'm able to feel the depth of that grief or the anger and that those feelings are all right. Um, that gave me a lot of uh, confidence to say, I don't need to avoid any feeling uh, that may arise. Um, and so that's where I was able to then say, well, you know, there, there's really no such thing as a bad day. There's just a day where uh, I need to feel uh, feel some feelings in order to uh, process and uh, discharge them. But it's very, very hard to get into someone's mind that feeling um, strong emotions of grief and anger is not bad. Um, it just, it's been so ingrained in their mind that anger, bad, grief, bad, sadness, bad. Um, that it's, it just is, it takes a while to get in there and, and makes sense. And that, and that is the journey, is unraveling all those old beliefs so that they're able to let in a new belief. Yeah. So, so what's in store for you in the future? Like you've written what, mm. seven books? Is it seven or six? I, I'm not sure what uh, yeah. the number is. Yeah, you, you, you yeah have seven. Quite a few books. Yeah. yeah, seven or eight. I, I'm not sure, but <laughs> so I've got a new one um, coming out. Uh, it's called Communicate Your Feelings. Uh, without starting a fight. And it's about how to interact uh, with your partner um, without it leading to a fight. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I have another one that is written, um, and that one will be then after that. It's outsmart neg negative thinking. Um, and so... That one's going to be all about using mindfulness uh, to outsmart neg negative thinking. And then there's another one that's written, uh, Demolish uh, Depression. And uh, using, using um, 
uh, emotional processing in order to uh, work through your depression uh, without needing any medication or, or things like that. So I do, I have a few on the way. Well, um, I have a website I'm building. It isn't ready. Uh, well, it's, it's ready, but it isn't done yet. I use it. <laughs> so Nick, loop dot um um i've got some fun uh shirts on there uh about I, mental health I, I i love your shirts i actually sent yeah. the I, like, <laughs> I, I sent the picture to a friend of mine earlier um yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's the one that is uh men, mentally healthy uh af mentally healthy yeah. as fuck or at least yes. working on it. And, and I saw that shirt yeah. and I was like, this shirt's amazing. Um, so yes, yeah. yeah, so, so definitely. Um, uh, so on Instagram, you're at Nick Salupo. Yeah. And you spelled mm -hmm. Nick the cool way. So it's- Yeah, N-I-C. N-I-C. Yeah. And then Salupo is S-A-L-U-P-P-O. So at Nick Salupo on Instagram. And then yeah. uh, nicksalupo.com is your website. Uh, I'll make sure in our show notes and I'll, I'll put links to 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 uh, right. for how the people to get yeah, all of you. Yeah, I appreciate if, that. If, um, if anybody wants to um, to talk further with you about this, about your book, or yeah. about, about anything we talked about today, or, or is it okay if they reach out to you via? Yeah, that? absolutely. Okay. Yes. Great. Um, thank you for today. Wow. Is there anything that, that you wanted to cover that I didn't ask, or um, not right now, but oh, okay. um, maybe down. Maybe down the road, we'll do I, it again. I would love when you when your other books come out. If you ever, if you would like to be on the show again, I would love to have you back. Today yeah. has been today has been so informative, and I actually feel like I've learned a few things. Mm. Um, and, and, yeah. and and I'm grateful to you for that because um, it, it it it's really it's really neat. One one thing is is when you um, it, it's so hard loving yourself at times. Yeah, because so many people, you know, for so many people that you love when they say something to you they get through all your shields they get through all your defenses mm. you know and, and mm. when they come to you and say well you're not doing this or you're not good enough or you're not smart enough you're not fast enough you're not you know fit enough all mm. these different things you may sit there and think oh you know they're, they're just playing or you know they, they just that mm. but in a way they chip at your ego they chip at your self-esteem they chip away at you without realizing it and and mm. some sometimes love can be a, a very hard dagger that, that pierces your heart because the person is loving you the way they know how and they yeah they don't realize they're doing harm so so mm -hmm. this this is such a a, a a a random or a hard topic for people and i love yes. the, i love the three books that you have in the works right now because it's like you're you're just identifying and you're trying to break it apart and say look this is not overwhelming and here are some tools that's going to help you and i'm going to break it down for you so yeah, it sounds, it sounds like that's your life purpose and that's your life mission. And I'm, I'm really proud of you. And, and I'm mm. great. I'm grateful that you came on today. So thank you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that is one area I'd, I do address in my next book is what do you do when when your partner is being uh, verbally abusive or um, insulting or name using name on what do you do uh, other than argue argue back? What else can you do other than argue back? And I do uh, go in, into that. Oh, so, uh, I love yeah. that. 
Yeah. That, that's awesome. So, so thank you so much for joining us today, listening yeah. to me and Nick. Enjoyed just, it. Yeah. Listen, and, yeah. And, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I do wish you a lot of, uh, you know, luck and uh, with your podcast. Um, I hope you're able to bring on a lot of uh, wonderful healers. Thank you so much. And if you've yeah. been listening today, you can reach me on Instagram at uh, dave.shep. And then um, my website is uh, daveoftheflames.com. Uh, so, so please reach out. Any messages that you have about today's podcast, please feel free to, to let me know. I, I always answer anybody who reaches out. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good week.